The Legal Corner Podcast Series. Welcome to today's episode of The Legal Corner, a podcast which covers a variety of legal issues to keep you informed. Hosted by attorney at law Colin Dinoon and communication specialist Leonardo Torres. It's a pleasure to be with you for another episode of the Legal Corner podcast series. Unfortunately, Colin won't be with us today due to his commitments. However, as we begin to wind down on season two, he will join us for the next episode as we just have a few episodes remaining for this season. Today's episode is entitled The Local Content Act of Guyana. Now in studio with us today is Mr. Lloyd Robinson, who is a citizen of Guyana and was called to the bar in 2020. He attended the University of the West Indies Cable Campus in Barbados and the Hugh Wooding Law School in Trinidad. His areas of specialties are civil litigation and corporate services, and he practices in both Trinidad and Tobago and Guyana. Mr. Robinson, welcome to the Legal Corner podcast series. How are you doing today? I'm doing well. Thank you for having me. Perfect. So, as mentioned before, the topic today is the Legal Content Act of Guyana. Can you tell us what was the rationale behind the proclamation of the Local Content Act? Well, I think the rationale behind the Local Content Act can be found within the Local Content Act itself, um, specifically in its long title, the long title of the Act. And it basically says there um, that the Act has been enacted to promote Guyanese companies and Guyanese national in the procurement of goods and services within um, the oil and gas or the petroleum sector. So it really is an act that um, looks to enhance the capacity um, and participation of Guyanese within this um, new sector of Guyana. Okay. Can you outline some of the key provisions of the act? Well, some of the key provisions of the act, I would say, um, starting from section two, which is the interpretation um, section, that section really outlines um, the, the various definition um, that could be f- of certain terms that could be found within the act, um, particularly terms such as who a contractor is, who a subcontractor is, um, who a licensee is. Um, these individuals are the individuals that um, the, the, country, well, the act really focuses on. Um, individuals who are contractors, licensees, and subcontractors within the petroleum sector. And then it speaks to um, the various composition of what a Guyanese company is, um, speaking to the obligation to include Guyanese nationals and Guyanese companies within their, um, within their procurement of services and goods. And that section also defines um, what the secretariat is, um, the local content secretariat is, and how, um, how one may be able to um, see if they would be captured within the act. So the interpretation section, I would say, is one of the most important sections within the act. And then we move on to, to section six, um, which speaks to the registration on local within the local content um, registry. And that is really a corollary to section two. Um, seeing when we identify who are the parties that they touch and concern, it then speaks to how those parties may be able to register. And moving from section six, perhaps is section 10, um, which really outlines or directs 
companies, subcontractors, and contractors, licensee, as to um, the submission of their local content plan, as how they plan to ensure that the local content and its objects are given way to it in their their doing of business, all right? Uh, so I would say that is an important section. And also the sections with respect to um, procurement, how these companies go about their procurement. Section 13 and 14 really touch and concern um, those areas of procurement. Uh, so we have section 10 speaking about their capacity building and then section 13 and 14 speaking about procurement, which really is where the focus of the local content act, the focus on procurement and focus on capacity building um, be- between Guyanese and the individuals and companies that are doing business within the petroleum sector. And then last but not least, I would say section 23, which outlines the, well, the penal clauses um, in relation to the act in the event that um, the obligations of the act aren't given way and speaks to the level of ex- exposure um, that a contractor, subcontractor, or licensee uh, may have if they are non-compliant with the provisions of the Local Content Act. So I would say those are the, the, the more important provisions of the Act. Okay, thanks for that very in-depth explanation outlining all of those key provisions. It sounds like a, a very broad Act. Can you indicate if all of the subsectors of the oil and gas sector are regulated by this act? To answer the question simply, the answer is no. Not all sectors of the um, the oil and gas sector um, are included within the act. Um, Schedule 1 of the act specifically outlines 40 areas um, that the, the act focuses on. Um, and, and, and those are really areas where I, I, I believe the, um, the legislature um, would want to see enhance activities um, with, with the Guyanese and those contractors, subcontractors and licensee operating within the oil and gas sector. Okay, so at this point, we'll take a quick commercial break. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Legal Corner podcast series. Thank you for staying with us. So right before the break, we were talking about many some of the key provisions of the Local Content Act of Guyana right now. And our guest is still with us, Mr. Lloyd Robinson. We want to basically segue into a different aspect of the conversation now. So would you say this act is um, discriminatory towards non-nationals? You know, um, I was anticipating a question like this coming, um, and I was thinking to myself how would I would be able to answer it. Um, but really and truly, I, I guess white people at the surface level may say that, hey, this act um, on the face of it looks, uh, looks discriminatory towards non-national. Um, but I, I would disagree with that statement. I would say what the act does is that the act 
empowers nationals so that they could be on equal footing or standing and so as they could engage non-nationals and and really and truly it promotes the relationship between them it fosters business growth between them and it energizes the business relationship so i wouldn't say it necessarily that is non-discriminatory to non-nationals because um all it's really saying is non-nationals hey you're looking to do business within the oil and gas sector the petroleum sector partner with with Guyanese as you um you engage um that journey okay understood now Guyana is of course part of the caricom and we also part of our the CSME as well what's the cohesion now with the ACC in terms of fitting in with the region's thrust for the CARICOM single market and economy? Uh, thank you for that question. I, that's a very um, good question. Now, we need to take a step back and ask ourselves, what really is CARICOM single market and economy? And we need to ask ourselves that treaty, the revised treaty of Shagaramas, how should we really look at that treaty in determining how, it, how, it, how we interpret it and how it operates? And in considering that, I would take guidance from the Caribbean Court of Justice in its judgment, um, TCL Inc. against TCL Guyana Inc., uh, where essentially in that um, case, the jurisprudence that comes out of it is essentially says, hey, when we look at the revised Treaty of Chagaramas, we should take a teleological approach, looking to give um, way to the spirit of the treaty so as to render the articles effective. That's essentially what that that um, case says. We look to give way to the spirit of the treaty. And when we think of the spirit of the treaty, uh, I would submit and I would argue strongly that the spirit of the CARICOM revised treaty is really integration. Integration, integration. And when we look at what the Local Content Act is doing, right? the Local Content Act is actually promoting integration. Because what it's saying is that, hey, a CARICOM national or national companies, for say, for example, from Jamaica, from Trinidad, hey, you're looking to come and uh, develop or work or have business within the petroleum sector in Guyana, come and get integrated with Guyanese in your quest um, to, to bring about those business opportunities and to have the benefit in your to the CARICOM nation that is Guyana. You know, so in my in my view of it, um, the local content act is really giving way to that spirit of integration in terms of as it empowers, enables, and mandates partnership um, of nationals. Well, CARICOM nationals, that is. Okay, thanks for that explanation. Um, as we begin to pull the curtain down on this um, very important episode regarding the act itself. Are there any proposed changes, any objections in any of the quarters in Guyana as it, as it relates to this act? Um, what can you tell us about it? I, I mean, there there is a lot of noise all wrong. Um, a lot of people would be saying a lot of things about the act. Um, but really and truly, I don't think that we are enough time has progressed for us to be able to gather enough information um, as to how the act is operating. Who are the participants um, that are subject to the act and what are the fallouts or what are the benefits 
Um, I don't think that we are at the stage just yet to gather that type of information. And because we don't have that information, any comment uh, would not necessarily be a, a, any deep analysis of the situation. So I would say that maybe that question is a bit premature at this stage. Okay. So basically what you're saying is, is that um, it's a little bit too early for changes. And a lot of what is being said right now, it's it's a little, some noise in certain quarters, but it's, it's early days still. Correct. Essentially. So let me follow it up with this question now. Do you see, in, from your professional view, of course, any um, concerns with the act? Any ways that can, it can be improved? Uh what I, what I can say, um, that the app, its operation really turns on how the local content secretariat um, implements the act. And I'm, I'm, I'm hopeful to see um, that particular organism um, that is a creature of the act uh, taking, taking fully the reins to ensure that the spirit of the act, which is participation of Guyanese within the oil and gas sector, um, the enhancement of capacity building within the oil and gas sector. Those things aren't just numbers on a piece of paper so as to the composition of the um, the company, share ownership or the managerial staff or whatever, but it really it really gives life to the objects of the act. So I wouldn't necessarily say that I would recommend a change but I would want to see greater vigilance within the local um, secretariat, local context secretariat. Well said. All right. So we have come to the end of today's episode. We want to thank you for um, not only your time, but your wealth of knowledge on this very important topic, particularly for Guyanese and the wider region. And um, we hope to see you as a guest again on the Deagle Corner podcast series in the very near future, maybe on a similar topic or maybe another Guyanese topic that might be topical at the point in time. So again, thank you for your time. It was a pleasure having you on the Legal Corner podcast series. Thank you very much. No problem at all. Anytime, just send the invitation. Thank you for listening to the Legal Corner podcast series. For more information, please visit us at our Facebook or Instagram pages or send your comments to the Legal Corner Podcast at gmail.com. We look forward to hearing from you.